Boom, and welcome back to another episode of Seminal Sideline 365. I am KB, and with me, as usually always, is the old man. And we're going to go right into it. We're going to talk about something that's obviously on all Florida State fans' mind. I know some of you have dived, uh, dove deep into this. Some of you have not had time to, like I have, but it's on everyone's radar right now, which is potentially a big announcement coming on Wednesday, August uh, 2nd is the announcement potentially of Florida State giving their two weeks notice, if you want to call it, of their departure of the ACC in a year. Now, the Board of Trustees is set to meet on Wednesday, which is uh, a surprise meeting. It wasn't uh, directly on the schedule for the Board of Trustees at Florida State to meet and discuss. Now, with that, there is nothing specifically on the agenda as of yet that I have seen that is calling this out. That is not something I would have expected to see on a public agenda, though, is to say, oh, we're leaving the ACC uh, to be on a public agenda of the Board of Trustees. There's something about some booster money, you know, raising booster funds or something like that. But there's nothing explicitly saying, uh, you know, a top guy, which I don't find surprising. Now, wait a minute. Go ahead. And I'll... <laughs> You'll give your two cents because you've researched mm-hmm. this. But they are meeting tomorrow. It is... It is a surprise, and like I said, Florida has to give written notice to the ACC before the 15th if they are going to be departing within the next year. This is why everyone's getting excited, because this is the really the only meeting between now and then the trustees coming together and discussing. The other thing that came up the other day, or more recently, is that um, I believe Warchant, or one of the sites, uh, talked about this, and you'll probably bring this up, is that the uh, you know, Board of Trustees Chair Pete Collins said, you know, I feel really good about our prospects. And he was basically, in no in no certain words, saying that the grant of rights is not going to prevent the university from seeking better pastures or greener pastures. That they are not afraid of that fine. They are not afraid that the contract, you know, the contract or, or the agreement they have with the ACC is not going to keep them bound to a bad deal. With that being said, old man, I know you've uh, do- uh, dove a lot deeper into this than I have. So uh, what are you feeling? What are you seeing? What, what, what is the latest on a, uh, Florida State's potential move out of the ACC? I'll tell you, this is, uh, I, I think it started over the last week, kind of started last week and then over the weekend, and it has captured my attention. Two things have captured my attention over the last several days. One is the possibility and I think a real good possibility of Florida State leaving the ACC. That's number one. Number two is they could be flying out with the UFOs that have been all over the news. You know, the UAPs or UFOs, which I believe both these issues have smoke, okay? And some severe smoke being generated. And so since we're not talking about UFOs tonight, well, it could be. It could be Florida State well, we'll flying it. out of the ACC. Well, yeah. However, since we're talking Florida State, and you've already highlighted a couple of things, and, and, and this is, you know, this is going to be a little unstructured, but I think it's a, it's really a huge deal. This is a huge deal, and I didn't wear any crazy stuff tonight. I don't have my crazy glasses on because actually it's a very serious issue. It's a very interesting issue and certainly a very intriguing issue and potentially another history-making issue for Florida State University. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll go back and forth on some of this. And I, I just want to start off with what you were saying. Uh, first of all, there is a very interesting uh, um, FSU Board of Trustees meeting scheduled for tomorrow at 3 p.m. Now, this date was moved up some, but it, but according to Peter Collins, uh, the chair, uh, he said this had been done in advance. It wasn't done 48 hours ago. It had been set up somewhat in advance. Now, I watched him today. That's Peter Collins, chairman of the FSU Board of Trustees, he was on live on War Chant, okay? And I thought the War Chant staff, uh, that was Ira, and that was, uh, uh, who was it? Tom Lang did an interview with him, 
And I thought it was very good. And I think FSU fans should tune into that. We give credit where credit is due. Okay? I thought they did a good job with that. Wait, I thought you had an inside source with uh, the Board of Trustees that you could have. No, 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 no. We're not the insiders. Well, we're not so, here to there, debate. There, there's we're a not lot here. There's a lot of we're, insiders yeah, on Twitter, apparently. Yeah, we're not, we're not here to debate why they're a little bit more on the inside. But it was very interesting what Peter Collins said. He said, first of all, you can't believe anything on Twitter, which I don't think is necessarily true. And then he said, then he came, he said, and he wasn't actually laughing, but he did a laughing. And you can only believe about 10% of what you hear on War Chant. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was, and I hope I quoted that right. I think that was very, very interesting. But now, back to the reality of what we have. They're going to have this meeting. And as you stated, KB, there's no, and he, he said, and it's been said in, in Twitter and other places, there's nothing on the agenda, okay? There's nothing on the agenda about athletics, really, yeah, except for the, except for, no, except for the Seminoles, boosters wanting a loan request. Yeah, right here, okay. line item four, Seminole okay. boosters loan. That's the only thing of financial, it looks like, this but, right athletics. But, as, as our friend Lee Corso says, hold on a minute there. Hold on. Look at item number four. If yeah. you look at item number four. Yeah, this I, item number four says open forum. Okay. And that's from, and the presenter of open forum is Peter yeah. Collins, yeah. the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Now, looking at the evidence, I think. That is where the announcement will. Now, I say an announcement. I don't know what the hell it's going to be. I don't sit in those. I don't know what they have to do. But I tell you this. I think that's where the issue is going to be raised. Action item number four. No, I'm sorry. Number uh, Topic number four. Open forum of Board of Trustees. That, e that Collins is going to air that out or give a presentation or have someone give a presentation in that issue. That could be President McCullough giving a presentation as well. Or, or he could maybe have Alford do it, okay? The AD, whatever. Here's what I think is going to happen. That's when it's going to be aired out that Florida State has the intention to leave the ACC. And I don't know if they take a vote right then and there, because I'll tell you, you know how these things work. When I worked, anytime there was going to be a vote, we already, they, they already, already knew the that. results. They already have the votes. They already have. You don't take a vote even in Congress. They don't take a vote unless they know they're going to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. So I think well, this they've is... Been, they've been hinting at this for months now. Like you oh, said, I think they've been putting it out there, putting it out there to warm people up to it. Obviously. And, and especially when that, remember that this chart came out, remember, and they've leaked oh, you know, this has come huge. out. The gap. And, and like you said, I think they've been laying this groundwork, garnering the votes for this. And they had that trustee meeting that we did a yes. uh, we did a uh, show about what three or four months ago. Yes. And I think you said yes. in these votes so that when this comes around, you've already of got course. their votes. You've already of got course. their votes, right? Listen, if you've worked like you do and I have working in the real world of corporations or semi corporations or corporations like any meeting where a decision has been made, everybody's already gotten the memo and come on board or not on board. And so I believe, and I will be very surprised if it doesn't happen under that, under that forum, yeah. under that yeah. listing there. Yeah. If this meeting goes down with nothing coming out about Florida State leaving, I think it is a huge mistake, okay? Florida State, and I've been on Twitter very active this week, the last several days, there's no option for Florida State. They have to leave the ACCKB. Yep. There's, there's no other option, as a famous general once said in the military. When you're surrounded, your options are limited. You either surrender or you fight on. 
And I will say that the president, Richard McCullough, and, and the athletic director, Mike Alford, these are aggressive players. Their legacy is tied to what happens to this university uh, in terms of where they go next. Staying in the ACC is not an option. It's not an option. If they have to mortgage the house today and spread out the loan money for that mortgage, they need to do it, period. Where they end up is a secondary question, which we'll discuss yeah. tonight. And like we said, you know, and we talked about this on the previous show when the Board of Trustees met about this, and we thought there was some smoke with the fire of moving to another conference when it first came up, is that ACC is going to come, they, they've probably been making different offers about, hey, we can make this deal, better deal with ESPN. I don't know if ESPN is going to make a better deal as they're hemorrhaging money right now. They're cutting staff left and right. They, they're trying to get out of this deal, I think, with the ACC. Like, they're not going to give you more money at this point. The other thing is, is that they said, well, maybe we can do a better revenue share model where the best teams get more money and the, and the yeah. worst teams get lower money. And, mm. and they even brought that up in, in the interview with WarChant. Uh, Collins brought up and he said, even, let, and I quote him, and he said, let's say it gives Florida State $6 million more, uh, more a year. And he's referring to the ACC. Let's, let's say they give Florida State $6 million a year. Okay, we're not losing $35 million, We're losing $29 million to our competitors. He's totally right. So even if Florida State, if ACC is like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll kick you back a little bit more, that's still $29 million less than they're going to get in the SEC or Big Ten. So there's no way the ACC is giving them as countering with an offer that actually makes sense. And that's why, like you said, Alford and the team has no other choice than to get out of this and, and like you said, take on the initial debt for the long-term return on investment. Like there, this – because you're in a lose, you're you're in a losing race, short term and long term, uh, long term versus short term debt that you'll take on by moving conferences. And I think financially it all makes sense because you know these deals are basically ironclad with the you know SEC and the Big Ten and that that they're taking. So like you said, it may look bad on the books short term, but you're going to get the money back. The, the ROI is baked into it, right? You can't lose out on that money. You'll just have to you know let the CPAs know, hey, it's going to come back to us. And, and like you said, too, in thinking about this, the athletic programs, it's not just about the athletic programs. These programs fund a lot of the other things that the universities do, right? So it's it's about, like you said, the it's about the long-term viability of the institution and what that money can do for everyone else. It's not just about football. It's not just about soccer or softball. It's about what that money can do to grow the university. And if you stay in the ACC, you're saying we want to continue to stay mediocre or we don't want to grow into a big-time brand across everything we do. And that money is going to go a long way in terms of improve, continuing to improve and continuing to elevate this program to be even better. And that's and why that, you have to take on – you have to make that risk, say we're going, to, we're going to get out of this contract and we're going to take that and grow to the next level of what Florida State can be. Yeah, I, I totally agree with your, your comments there. Uh, and there's a few other details that need to be added to this is coming out of the ACC kickoff meetings last week, there was this quote that I saw that basically Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the ACC, I guess that's his title, I don't know, that ACC is now comfortably in third place of conferences. He seems to be comfortable with that, okay? Or, and, and, and they, they didn't come up with any other significant news in terms of revenue sharing, but comfortably in third place. Because here's gonna be the problem. You and I know, and we've discussed this at length, that they, the, what we used to call the power five is shrinking to a power three, maybe power two. a power two, okay, type model. And, if you don't get out ahead of this boulder, and I'm not talking about Boulder, Colorado, this boulder will roll over you. There's no way you can offer anything to Florida State to stay in the ACC. I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not even possible. This, so I, yeah. I, I think we understand that the gap, the gap isn't small; it is large. And you can't make up that kind of money. So for Florida State, 
you either have to, you got to pay the piper now or you're going to pay it down the road and kick the can. It be it would be a legacy hook to these two, the president and the AD, to their legacies if they allow that to happen. I would rather see Florida State buy out whatever money they have to negotiate and or whatever and get out on the street as a free agent and take their chances, even if they don't have a seat at another table right now. Exactly. I'd rather see them get out and set up as an independent that way because it's going to cost you less now than it will later. Well, to your point, um, to your point, Florida State will always, even even when they're awful the last couple of years before, you know, last year, it was there's there's still a marketable brand. Mm. They still bring eyeballs to the television. Absolutely, but there is a point where you you lose that seat at the table. Someone else will take that seat at that conference table. There's in those two main power conferences. You can't just stay. There'll always be a spot for Florida State. There right. will not be. Oregon will take it. USC will argue yeah. that spot. They will find seats at that table for other people. Florida State's not the only brand in town. So, like you said, you need to be proactive about the situation. You can't just sit back and say, oh, no, there'll always be a seat at the SEC table for us. No, there won't be. Because someone else will jump on the opportunity for that and fill it for you. Because there's other great brands out there available that are looking to move, and they'll move a lot quicker than Florida State will. And and that's why I think it's great that the administration is being proactive about it. And back to your quote from the ACC uh, commissioner or whoever said it. Commissioner. I just have it up up here uh, on the board up here. I think I do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, so he says revenue generation comes to be a priority, but this league is third right now in revenue as we go forward into whatever the next TV deal is. That is our conference where we've looked at. We've had multiple TV consultants. Third is certainly a good position, but we want to gain and gain traction financially in order to close the gap with the SEC and Big Ten. Now, let's look back at the tab. Uh, are, you know, you may be right there that's with Pac 12. You're th- so that's where words. Need to be backed up with data. You go into a meeting, you could say, "Hey, we're, yeah. we're, uh, you know, we're, right. we're, you know, our revenue numbers. We're only red ninety five percent of revenue year over year, mm. but that revenue could be twenty five million off your revenue target, right? So we're in third place, guys. We're in third biggest conference revenue wise. We're gonna get a bronze yeah, medal. Yeah. We're gonna we're, get yeah. the bronze, we're, man. We're on the platform. You're third, <laughs> you're third, maybe fourth yeah. place out of the Pac twelve, but you're forty million behind. <laughs> That's where words need to be backed up with data. He didn't mention the data. He mentioned the words. And he didn't mention 2036 is what the contract were tied into. Exactly. Exactly. That's why data is better than words. And that's why I give credit to the administration that they're being proactive. They're not trusting words. They're going right into the data, looking at these numbers and saying, long term, this deal sucks. Short term, this deal sucks. And we're going to get the hell out. Hopefully, we'll hear about them getting out of this contract. Yeah, uh, this is important too. Uh, This is important. We were talking about it. Now, Florida State, August the 15th is the deadline for exiting and the school must make notification to the ACC with intentions to leave. So that is what I think is going to come up at the forum. Okay, they're going to say, we're going to give our intentions like a resignation. I'm resigning. We're giving you two weeks notice. Okay, in this case, you must notify the conference and its members by the deadline to leave the following June. So if they give that notification, then they can get the rest of the, (coughs) the the payoffs done and leave the next June of June of 24. June of 24. Failure to notify properly by 15 August would result in a 22-month wait period, which is two full seasons. Florida State. And then, as you said, KB, there may not be enough chairs left at, 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 at the Big Ten. And certainly in the SEC, may not be enough there. Because think okay. both those conferences are already going to have 16 teams. Yeah. And despite what these two conferences are saying publicly, that uh, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good where we're at now. We, we, we don't have any new chairs. They're full of shit. Okay. They, they're, you know, of course they can't because then they would have some legal problems. But well, if you don't, you don't think a, a week, uh, you know, a nod and a wink is going on that you have something here. Now I'll say this: 
it's been there is so much smoke and what they call used to well call in the intelligence fields a lot of noise there's a lot of noise in the channels and this noise sounds different than it did before and the Tallahassee Democrat okay the Tallahassee Democrat newspaper put out some information that they said let me make sure and this was within the last 48 hours I believe I hope I'm not misquoting that FSU it looks like a done deal FSU will join the Big Ten along with Clemson Oregon and Washington and if you figure USC has already been brought on board and UCLA has been brought on board what a powerhouse conference from coast to coast you will have now and the recruiting that goes with it and the national exposure that goes with it yeah I don't know if they confirm that I think they were speculating on that I think if this is the article uh, the, well about, is that the one of the Tallahassee Democrat yeah this is Tallahassee Democrat I, I okay. think they're uh, no they didn't confirm it yeah, but they, they they were talking very strongly very strongly they said nothing has been made official of course nothing's been made official but they want to get out ahead of stories as well yeah okay and that, so that would give that would put the big 10 at 20 teams I believe do you think there's a special number for for well, the big 10 and and for the numbers. SEC I think they want to be yeah. at even numbers yeah so you gotta I have think, an even uh, number because right now they're at that 16. Because I, I was looking up, you know, uh, I was looking at both conferences' compositions. Yeah. So this is the big team. Yeah. I said 2024. Yeah. What this looks like. So yeah. So they have 16 teams with the addition of USC and UCLA. So four would be a good number. Exactly. They would they would be able to even out to the two opponents. Because they broke, they don't have divisions anymore, just like the no. UC. So right. they, they would be able to keep that kind of two-play opponents or, or some, you know, extension you of know, that. You know, and leave this up for a minute, which is very interesting. You talk about it, you know, I'm not going to go back and research at all of why it happened and who did what to whom, but look at, we used to have Maryland in the ACC. They jumped out. So they they've been money. making, they yeah, they, they did. They've been making good money because their program was in some financial yes. and Rutgers, Rutgers makes more money than Florida State does on, 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 on football right now. So. How, and somebody said that I can't even remember who it was. Can you imagine we would if we stayed in the ACC, Rutgers would make a hell of a lot more bag money than we would. Yep. That right there tells you Florida State is not staying in the ACC. It should that shouldn't even be discussed anymore. I mean, Vanderbilt makes more football money than Florida State. Does. Of course, of course. But it, you know it's unbelievable now. Here's an other reasons that I will provide, and I think you're on board with this. If you're not, you'll, you'll say that, that, that shows that Florida State is leaving, period. Okay, and here it is. Peter Collins on that war chant live uh, said some very interesting thing. He was very careful, obviously. Yeah. He was very careful. He's a smart guy. He's been around. He's not going to expose something that's going to come up tomorrow, yeah. okay? or in subsequent days okay i'll add that he said we are going to make the right decision for fsu and he said it very strongly he said it very sorry we're going to make the right decision he also said this that i want to add to this is you quote i'm quoting him now first of all that was a quote this is a quote this is from peter collins you can't we can't be afraid to make a tough decision even if you don't know the outcome. Now, some people can say, well, that means you're just staying safe in the ACC doing nothing. You know what? No way. These guys are too, these guys are too aggressive to not throw all the cards on the table, play for the entire chips here. They know that it's better to get out, not have a place right now at the table, potentially, and be an independent than it is to stay in a losing, sinking ship of the ACC. Yeah. Agree or disagree? No, yeah. I, and I think, like, tomorrow, I think you'll get the announcement of, of we're, we're definitely leaving. You won't get the announcement of where, 
Because I think, like, right. we just need to yeah. put it on the books, and then we'll decide which is yes. the right fit for us. And that will yes. still take into consideration costs. It, like, like you said, Trout, you know, who, who, who's the better fit for, for the university altogether? Because, like I said, it's beyond athletics. It's about academics. It's about, like, everything, right? And they have to look at that. So, like you said, it's about getting it, the announcement on the books, so they have, then they have open options. And, I'm, and I do believe that both conferences probably have extended a offer, a committable offer, as they would say in the recruiting world. I, I do believe probably both conferences have given them a committable offer at this point uh, under, you know, in the back channels. But by having that out there, the statement out there by the board of trustees and on the books, then they can finally start having conversations. I believe you're right. Then legally, once they make notification, that opens the door for negotiations with future partners. Yeah, and then yeah. they can look at, okay, look, you know, the Big Ten has a you know, seven-year, I think, TV contract locked in right now. SEC is two-year, you know. What's going to make the most sense long term for us, and what's going to make the most you know culturally as a university in the South? Do we want to be in the big you know stuff like that. So, like you said, I think it's all about getting it out there, and then they'll make the right decision for the university, whether it's the Big Ten or the SEC. Let me add a couple more quotes from Peter Collins. Yeah, he said the words, "You can't get tied up in quote paralysis by analysis, right? Yeah, yeah. Overthinking it, trying to get every little piece." He says, there are some unknowns, okay? There are unknowns if you decided to stay, and there are unknowns if you decide to leave, okay? However, however, in my opinion, it is better to leave than it would be to stay. Well, there's, it, no, you, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't even... a damn CPA to understand that. No, yeah. no, that's it right there. Yeah, that's the ball yeah, game. It doesn't take a CPA to understand. And then he finalized some of his comments by saying, we must be willing to make the tough decisions. The tough de decision is not to stay. The tough decision is to go naked and afraid into the jungle, all right? But I think... I think they're going to be well clothed and I think they're going more into, uh, you know, a big city than they are into a jungle because I think they have figured it out. And as you say, there's indications under the table, we're going to be fine because he even said, despite our down years, people always wanted to see Florida State on TV. Why did they put Florida State in the kickoff game against LSU when we were just coming off a five-win season? You know, there, there are a variety of, of things that show that Florida State is a viable and valuable brand out there for TV and other reasons. Yeah. And we don't know. We have no clue what the TV networks are doing. You know, there's so many of them. As you and I were talking the other night, You've got Sling TV, you've got Roku TV, you've got uh, Fox, uh, NBC, ABC, ESPN, all vying. The CW, uh, uh, Amazon is trying to get football. Yeah, ABC uh, football. Just got that new deal with the CW network. That's, I mean, that's going to pay off a lot for the Yeah, ABC, yeah, right? no, no, no. But you understand what I'm saying. There's a lot of money being thrown around on this thing. But for them, for Florida State to stay is impossible and you can write me down for this. They will not be in the ACC much longer. All right. So we talked about that, and I agree with you uh, that it, it's that's basically a done deal that they're going to leave. So to kind of wrap this up and to think about it, the next step here is that they're going to put their time in. Say we got two weeks, or our two weeks are in. We have a year to decide, or and I think that decision of where they're going to go is going to happen pretty quickly because, like you said. Those seats are going to fill up pretty quickly for these conferences, and these conferences also want to set up, set their table of their teams so that they can set schedules. They can get, you know, re, you know, SEC can renegotiate their deal. I think for two year in two years, so they want to get their affairs in order as well um, and set future schedules as well for team, you know, for these primetime slots and stuff like that. So they don't want to be floating teams in and out all the time. And the Big Ten, like I said, has a seven-year, eight billion dollar, a billion dollar deal. SEC's is three-year, ten billion dollar deal C, you know, to CBS. Uh, from CBS to ESPN. So, and that will play in the heads of FSU too. Do they want to take a short-term bet with the SEC? Where yeah, where it's going from CBS. I, I don't know if I want to get back in bed the ESPN. Do that, you want to short it? Hey, do you want to short it or do you want to long it? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> 
you will make more money with the SEC in the short term. It's a bigger deal for more uh, less years, but you're dealing with ESPN again. And yeah, I think ESPN will yeah. probably lose that contract, and CBS may get it for a little bit cheap. You know, that's the thing. I, I, SEC has brand power, so I, I think they'll probably be able to get back to CBS afterwards. But ESPN is going to lose that deal. Because they're already cutting people. They, I, I don't know if they can afford to re Hey, they didn't deal. cut my man Lee Corso. He's well, still on there, buddy. 2023 Lee. Yeah, yeah love yeah. that guy. Love but, that guy. But then you have the Big Ten, which is, you know, t- seven years, you're locked into that. So there is some financial security where you'll get all your money back from going to debt $30 million a year. You'll be able to pay off, you know, what you owe the ACC or the grant of rights. So there's the security there. So it'll be interesting, the mindset, like you said, that's the paralysis by analysis. Like, which deal should we go? Yeah, with? yeah. That's where you you you, you know, work no, your head. No, but that. Let's just think about the fun part. Who would you rather? If you're a fan, mm-hmm. what matchup? What conference would you rather go into? Would you rather dump yourself into you know the SEC and, and play into uh, you know a conference like that in the matchups? And and do you think there's more upside or more fun? into a matchup like this and going to the SEC schedule of Florida, Bamba, you've got Texas, you've got yeah. Oklahoma now. Tennessee. A&M, Jimbo. Yeah, you've got, yeah, you got to re, re up with Jimbo yeah. Fisher in that rivalry. Yeah. you got Florida yeah. already. So, yeah. you know, uh. would you like this or or on the flip side? Well, you, are, you already play Florida. So that's, I think that's a state law that we have yeah, to play yeah. Florida. I, I, think would, I think you would keep like Miami if they don't move with you. You would probably keep Miami. Yeah, I don't know how that will play out. You know? Or would you like the Big Ten where you have Michigan and USC and UCLA and Penn State and Ohio State? A lot of cool matchups in that. Uh, big brands really – like playing the well, big house at Michigan would be amazing. Uh, the shoe at Ohio State, the whiteout games at Penn State, like USC – like potentially a cross-country game at USC at the Rose Bowl. There's some cool matchups there. So who you – as a fan – would, who would you want to fit into? First of all, yeah, I think this is good. This will be fun. All right, this will be fun. We thought this would be a short segment. I don't think it's going to be short, <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. First of all, I heard one of the quote, he thinks he's an insider on FSU media. Okay, I'm not giving names. It's not, there's no reason. No, no, I know. But he said, he said, he made this statement the other, uh, the other night. He said, uh, he said, well, you know, uh, well, when Bobby Bowden went on the road, you know, because they were talking about these conferences, who would you rather play? Well, you know, when Bobby Bowden went on the road, you know, he was willing to go. I, I love these words, quote, willing to go anywhere, play anybody. And he went to Notre Dame and he went to Michigan and he went to Nebraska and he went to LSU and he just, you know, he would take on anybody. But here's what, here's what the insider forgot to tell people. Listen, I go way back and I know why Bobby Bowden had to go on the road. All right? It wasn't a brand, right? Florida Florida State's brand, they had almost eliminated football. I was there. I was in the stands. I was a student. I am a graduate. We went 0-11. The program was in dumpster fire, much like our men's basketball program. It was a dumpster fire. Bobby Bowden came in, was hired, and I'm not going to get into the exact dates. Nobody cares. He went on the road for a couple of reasons. The first was cash payment. Who gets more money when you when you bring someone in or you go there? Jacksonville State. Yeah, why does Jacksonville State come into Tallahassee oh. to get their ass whipped? Well, no, they didn't well, get that way. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. But you bring in teams so they can get a paycheck to support their programs. Bobby Bowden had to do the same thing. Plus, he knew if he got his ass whipped, okay, he still got a big check to help him fund the program. You know, and credit to Bobby Bowden and staff and all those players who went out there and kicked someone else's ass, okay? They took a few losses, but they kicked other people's ass. They went into Notre Dame, beat Notre Dame. They went into Michigan, beat Michigan. They went to Nebraska. The fans in Nebraska, when they beat Nebraska, stood and clapped for Florida State to come out there and beat them. This is when Nebraska was a powerhouse, 
So it was a money issue, and Bobby knew kids wanted to play on those stages, and he was able to turn it into a recruiting benefit. So so let's make sure we understand that money is a big player no matter where we go, and that's why we can't stay in the ACC. Now, where do I want want to go? You know, I kind of get tired of just staying in the South. I want to go to the Big Ten. I want to go to the Big Ten for two reasons. Not just sports. The Big Ten, I believe, now I could be proven wrong, is academically, academically more favorable for Florida State and the AAU issue. Okay? A lot of people don't know what AAU is. Okay? I believe it's what? the, The American Association of Universities... And it's all about basically research designation. It's like a sticker, all right? If you meet certain academic and, most importantly, research requirements, then you get the sticker. And for a while, and for a while, not now, it's not longer a requirement. It's an encouragement to get there. I think the only non-AAU schools... Is Nebraska. Is Nebraska. I think if you're working towards it, if you're working towards it, then they it's looked okay, you know, now. Because this is about money, okay? It's interesting but, that Miami is an AAU school now. But, but you can see why Maryland and Rutgers, who is? Miami just became one. But, and Florida is one. Yeah. Florida is one. Because now it's all based on research dollars and how much research you're doing. Yeah. Now, this is something we should, I, I, I need to, it's kind of boring, but I'm going to put it out there. And this was put out by uh, Peter Collins. He said that right now, Florida State, because when they developed their medical school, he said that's where a majority of this research money flows into. You know where it flows from? NIH. Dr. Fauci! Ah! You know? And he said, because when we opened our medical school, there were people within the state said, well, you can't do research because we already have people doing research. We never thought this would be an issue. You know, we never thought it'd be an issue. Well, it is, but they're now established in the in the uh, FSU is setting up FSU Health, FSU Health, which will be a research and development program through, I believe, uh, Tallahassee Community Hospital or Memorial Hospital. Yeah. So this is going to help us get qualified for this AAU, and he said we hope to get that qualification within five years. Okay. So. As boring as that is, it's still an issue why I think going to the Big Ten, we benefit from sports and academics. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Um, Like you said, I think the matchup potential, one, I think it's, like you said, I I, I like the northern connection to it. Uh, It would allow me to go to more games uh, as well. Uh, Oh, you're selfish. Selfish. (laughs) Well, it's actually, actually, that was discussed about fan. Can fans go, would they rather just go up the road to Mississippi and Auburn, Alabama? Florida State fans are spread out all over the country. They are. There's a lot of in the north above uh, Georgia and and South Virginia. Well, you and I have been to, we've been to Maryland games. Remember all the FSU people? And, and, yeah. and I think to that point, it also spreads your recruiting footprint, too, again. Like, Florida State used to get a ton of talent out of the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And we're getting a couple out of there now, the yeah. 24 And class? I think, once again, that's why the Big Ten wanted Maryland, is because they wanted that recruiting footprint of to have another school within there and to have that. And I think, once again, it would help Florida State, too, to, to have, you know, you have matchups there, you're getting exposure up north. Lot of, you, know, you want some better o- you want some good old linemen? Go play a game in Minnesota and Wisconsin. You know, yeah. have that visit up there and invite some kids to that game and just show you know show some you know show them playing you at Wisconsin. Do a recruiting visit while you're up there. Get are you gonna to- Are you gonna go to a game when it's 15 degrees in no, Michigan? No, no. I may uh, I may go to a Penn State game or yeah I may go to, <laughs> I may go to a Michigan game like but I think okay Penn guys, State would you go if it's 15 degrees I and sleeting and sleeting? I, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. Like, that's what I'm thinking. There's so many cool matchups that you don't typically see. Like, the last Penn State game was that Rose Bowl. I think Joe Paul was still the coach in that, like, triple overtime Orange Bowl game. Maybe he wasn't the coach still then. But that's the last game I remember them in a bowl game with Penn State. 
I can't remember. Michigan was the another. I think the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we Michigan. beat. Yeah, yeah, we beat them, uh, which beat was a great game. But there's so many cool brands in the Big Ten. Yeah. That I think, and then like the travel up north would give the team great exposure to a new recruiting yes. market and yes. to a new media market as well. I, I think, and then and then you add on UCLA and USC just. Now, once again, you get some West Coast branding as well for those matchups. I don't know how that scheduling would work out. It would probably be not their kind of protected opponents or two-play opponents. Those would probably be every other year or something like that. But every other year playing, seeing USC come to Tallahassee every, you know, every oh, three years. Incredible. How cool would that be? Like, a program <laughs> like that. Or even yeah. UCLA, even if they're, like, it's just yeah. cool brands you, you mean You mean it would be more exciting than bringing in Wake Forest and Georgia Tech uh, well, and, yeah, and exactly. Louisville? You know, come on. What are you talking about, KD? The only thing that scares me is that, <laughs> that, that those ticket prices, I mean, it's already expensive to go to the Florida State game just because there's, like, five hotels in California. Not, not if you but, go to Northern Alabama game, it's not. It's, like, ten bucks. Well, but, but these baseline opponents, it's... They're going to get away. You're not going to be able to play those cupcakes anymore with the extended playoff and with these schedules. You're going to have to play a full schedule, and you're going to have to play a good. You know what? But but outside of that, just to wrap that up, and that's not the. Well, well, wait a minute. But think about the amount of money that comes into Tallahassee when you bring these teams in. You have to build new hotels, though. We're not just talking ticket prices. We're talking about new restaurants. We're talking about new hotels. These people will travel. These yeah, people travel. Exactly. There's not going to be. I mean, because they have. If you get a schedule of Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, right. UCLA, right. Penn State, Minnesota, right. Nebraska. If you get half of these team, half of these eight teams on your schedule full time, you'll you won't have. You'll a, sell out. Have, you'll sell out every. You'll game. sell out because you're, 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 like out. you said, you're not playing Louisville. You're not playing uh, Wake Forest. Like you're not playing teams that don't travel well. And your fans want to see these teams. Like yeah, they're all new. Have, yeah, it's a new, new toy. It's a new but toy. Even, but even your casual fans want to come out and see. These of are course. good teams too that have continually historic, good teams. historic teams, as well as continually good teams. Like who doesn't want to go see you, Ohio State? Who doesn't want to come see Wisconsin? Who doesn't want to come see Nebraska? Or even if they're having a down year, or or even Iowa, who has continually good teams. Like it, I, I just think it'll be good. On the flip side for SEC. I, I don't think it's bad if they go that way. I, I just like if you're playing Alabama or Auburn or Georgia. Put that like, up. Do you have that? Yeah, put, yeah. If you're that. if you're playing this schedule of Auburn or Alabama, Georgia, LSU, like yeah, yeah, it, it's tough to say no to that either. Like the travel's well, a lot, uh, travel's a lot easier. You're gonna uh, have a built-in fan base in the South. He probably already watches a lot of Florida State games. I, I, I mean, it's like I said, travel costs will be easy. You'll have well, built in Southern Bay, but you'll have less dep- exposure. All these teams know about Florida State because they're all recruiting against each other anyway. You know, you, you already, you're already finding for half these players who are looking at all these schools anyway. So I think there's less. I, I think there's less of an advantage for Florida State to stay to go to the SEC because you you already are in these battleground states anyway, right? You're already fighting for the right. same players out the all, Texas, you know, South Carolina, Georgia, right. Mississippi. You're already fighting these states for these kids. You're, you, you need to get into Ohio. You need to get into Wisconsin for those select players that you want. I, I think, I think too, because this is college football is the NFL light now, as far as I'm concerned. By having, by having not only play in warm weather, but then you're forced to play in cold weather, you find out what players can do. You don't think the scouts look at some of that and see is, how did this guy perform in cold weather environments? He, we're going to bring this guy into Green Bay. Playing in fifteen degree weather? I don't know if it matters. Oh, bull! I, I think I it know. does. I think it does. If you can't have a quarterback who can play in cold weather, he doesn't get drafted by a northern team. Yeah. He doesn't get pa- pa- I, by I, the I Packers. Yeah, but I wouldn't overthink that. I, I no, think it I, I think it's a more. minor thing. Yeah, right. but I may. I, I don't know. It, but it is an interesting factor. If uh, if Florida State has to go up to the big house in November, that that that's an interesting aspect that you won't have to worry about playing in the SEC. I don't know if that's going to play into their decision-making. Like, do we want to go play in Happy Valley in November? Do we want to go play at the Big yeah. House or Michigan State in November? When Don't you think we're going to find out from the Florida kids, uh, from our kids that went over to Colorado? Well, They're going well, to be no, playing no. in some nasty weather. Well, and you find out if a player can perform or not. You don't think that's graded that way? No, and, and you're right. And a lot of those programs, Penn State, 
uh, uh, Penn State, Michigan, they get a lot of kids from the state of Florida. They get the sure. top kids from those. Florida. So sure. I don't think it's going to have that big of an impact. But in those battles, too, it's a good point. If you're playing Penn State, if you're pe- playing Michigan, you may be a lo- in more uh, more of those battles again. Because once again, you're finding those. You're in the Big Ten. You're finding it. You can. Bat- you're recruiting more against Big Ten schools. I, I don't know. I think it's more advantageous for Florida State to go to the Big Ten because I just think it expands your footprint. You're already going to be in these battles for the SEC. I agree. Kids. I agree. I just think it expands your footprint. North. Yeah, I I I, to- I totally agree. Now the question here here's a big question, and I've seen this in the traffic, in the noise, yeah. that that. The Big Ten, SEC, and maybe even the Big 12, I don't think they're a factor. I don't think they're a factor. I think, you know, they're less a factor. They're all waiting, though, to see if their pitches to Notre Dame are going to be answered. The knock. The knock at Notre Dame's door. Does Notre Dame open the door? And then what does that do to the numbers Let's say, let's say the Big Ten says, we're bringing Notre Dame's coming in, but we only need three now. Who are the three that would come along with them? Would it be Washington, Oregon, Florida State, or Clemson? Who are the three out of that group? Say it, so say it again. Uh, Notre Dame, or sorry. Notre Dame answers, they take one yeah, of the chairs. There's three. three chairs left. Who gets those three chairs out of, let's say, Washington, Oregon, Florida State, and Clemson? Say, given all the angles, I, given locations, I would, I, given, I, once again, I, I'm bro. not inside. I don't know anything. No, about. well, we I would know say that. Oregon, Florida State, and Clemson. Yeah, I, I think that's so. what I would say. Because I think you so. get Indiana, you get the West Coast and Oregon, which. But what about yeah? You get Oregon, which is up in the Northwest. You already have UCLA and USC down that area of California. You have Florida State and Clemson over here in the South. You've really expanded your wings. You talk about wing spread. And, you have a. I like that. Yeah, and I, I think, and Oregon's a brand. Oregon's a much bigger. They brand are. Brand. They're good. And now yeah, you may say good. it. You know, Eugene's a smaller media market than say where you know Seattle and Washington. Right. That may come into because that's the only reason why Seattle's in the conversation. I think, or Washington's in the conversation Washington. because of the media market. Yes, of course. Of you know, course. And that's the only reason Miami's in the conversation. It's because the media market, but. Uh, and that's the only reason I think Miami would be able to take a move, would be able to move, is because of their media market. The question, I think Miami is sitting on the bubble. I, I think I right think now, are. I think they're sitting on a bubble. They still carry a brand name because of their swagger days and their championships. Yeah. Okay, but I think they're a little bit on the outside. They're down the path a little bit. But do you think Notre Dame answers a knock or stays as a major independent i think they do they're with their big contracts with nbc they have i think three years two or three years left on their contract and they receive right now around 26 million dollars annually from nbc and acc they're both that combined agreement and they say that they expect to receive 60 million per year in their new contract wow why would they i mean and, st- and they, and they a, don't and have they, to share it. And they, and they yeah, don't and share they, it with they, anybody. And they get to create their own schedule. And they also know this, don't they? Don't they? That anytime they want to answer the knock, any point down the road, yes. year, five years, ten years, they'll get sucked in somewhere. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah. They, NBC highlighted they, they don't have to share it with anybody. They get that brand recognition of NBC. Why, could you, know? you imagine? Could you imagine? If they, if they did not only the four teams, Washington, Oregon, Florida State, and Clemson, and Notre Dame, and added one more to even it out, Miami. Could you imagine that power? Now you're looking at uh, two power conferences. I believe that there's so much going on in creating these conferences now that, as you said earlier, you have to make bold moves. I think Alford, the president, and the board of trustees is ready to make that bold move. And I think we're going to hear that tomorrow. I do too. And one more note on Notre Dame and why I think they stick with NBC is because their new AD, who just, who just I think, becomes the new AD on July, he, he, uh, July 1st, 
2024, he'll become the new AD. He's the former chairman of NBC Sports. Hmm. So, like, they love this relationship. Like, they... He's just moving from NBC Sports into the, as the, into the AD role next year. When that contract has one more year left on it. So, I think that will continue, and I think Florida State will be in its seat. And, <coughs> like, through the Big Ten, with three other teams, Clemson, Oregon... We'll see. Do, do you agree with me that the Pac-12 is not a player in for Florida State? They're not in no, this. Uh, the Big 12 is really not a player. I don't like their lineup of teams. I think it's a weak conference. I think they're weak. The the the, the Big 12. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just grabbing whatever they can. If Florida State were to go to one of those, then that's a disaster. And it won't happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Don't misquote me. They're not players in this. There's 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 two players in this game, and that is chairs for the Big Ten and SEC. Yeah. If if now they, Colorado is just jumped to the uh, Big Twelve, which was back to back, which, to which makes 12. me, which tells me that they didn't get a better offer. Probably. I mean, Probably. the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is imploding. And the Big Twelve was all they could get because people know that if Dion, you know, has oh he'll uh, leave, uh, he, he, he's going to leave in three. Picture. If he wins, he'll leave. Picture. If you go to any pictures of Colorado recruiting events, all their tags on the recruits things say Prime on them. They don't say Colorado; they say Prime. Yeah, well, and it's him. I don't and read too brand. much. In. If they if they leave, <laughs> no, if, he leaves, if he leaves, right? Colorado goes back to being obscure, and nobody cares eh, about Colorado football ever again. I don't know. Yes, if they, you will never hear about Colorado football ever again if he leaves that school. Hey, go, I'm go. an alumni there too. I got my graduate degree you, there. That no one will hear about Colorado football after he leaves. That Actually, it's pretty nice there, except in the winter. I'm not it's saying cold. it's not. I think it's a beautiful place, but I'm just saying right. it's all about okay. Prime. All right. It's all about Prime. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll find out all together tomorrow. Hopefully, if we don't, I'll be concerned. I maybe, will be disappointed. Well, man, I will be surprised. I will be surprised and disappointed if some word coming out of there is not that Florida State didn't submit that letter. Yeah. Because if they don't get that in, it's 22 months. That's two more seasons. It's this season and two more before you can go to the dance well, at the next and, one. And that's 30 plus million left on the table. Oh. That's 30 plus million. That's, that, that would be huge. I can't imagine how they would even reach a decision to say, well, you know what? Let's make the tough decision. Just stay with the ACC on promises of what? There's no facts that say you should stay in the ACC. Do you know of any? That's going to do it. Let us know in the comments below. Where do you think? Well, I think we all agree Florida State's going somewhere. Where do you think they're going? And why do you think they should go there? Big 10, SEC, heaven forbid the Big 12. But where do you guys think they should go? And do you agree that they, sh that they should go to that school? And why? And who do you think is the better schedule? I think it's Big 10. I think Big 10 would be fun. But do you think it should be the SEC? And let us know in the comments. We'll see you soon. Hopefully, we'll have to do an emergency podcast tomorrow because they didn't announce anything. And, uh, we are ready, though. <laughs> we are ready, brother. All right, okay. I'm going to be monitoring all day tomorrow. We should know by 5 o'clock. The meeting's at 3. We should know by it's at 3. i got to play golf in the morning, but I'll be monitoring. All right. Take care, everyone. Good night. See you.